welcome to the Daily Chron for Monday, April 1st, 2019. I'm Stephen Tolton. Today is April Fool's Day. I hate this holiday so much. As an IT worker, this was always the day that I dreaded the most of the year because it was a day you could trust nothing on the internet. And this dates back all the way to when I was in high school. And, you know, you go on Slashdot, and you, you couldn't trust any of the headlines. You go to, like, I think Microsoft. You go to all the big company websites that have fake crap on their websites. Stuff that sometimes was, like, almost realistic. Like, you almost could believe it, especially if you were a layman and you didn't know all the technical stuff. Uh, so I'm not a real fan of this because usually it ends up having some BS go through support about it or, or some email go around the office. So today I got pretty lucky, though. I, don't, I didn't get any support requests related to Apple Fool's jokes, but I did, <laughs> did see one chain go a little bit through the office email system about something that was clearly fake, but I'm not sure if the person who sent it around knew it was fake. It was a little hard based on the message, uh, but it got shot down pretty quick as you know, higher-up manager was like, yeah, this is not real. Um, I think it was also, I think everybody knew it was fake, but it wasn't completely clear in the initial email <laughs> that they knew that. But anyway, I just, I mean, it just generates spam. Even when you know it's fake, you just think it's fun. People send it around, and it's, it's like more email popping in my inbox. Like, we all need more of that. So anyway, I just don't like it, okay? Uh, call me a curmudgeon or whatever, but I hate April Fool's Day. I, I don't like pranks. I don't like, uh, I don't like fake products being announced. Uh, I did see a couple of YouTube videos <clears throat> about fake stuff. Uh, I saw um, Jared Pollan did like a whole fake news. Uh, he does this like photo news fix thing. He did a whole fake one with a bunch of fake announcements. And I was like, what is the point of this, man? I, I mean, it's just like, why are you wasting everybody's time with this? I mean, it's fine. I guess maybe a lot of people like it. It gets funny. Uh, you know, I just, I'm just like, I, I, I don't like it. Okay, so that's it. April Fool's. So this is not April Fool's, and nothing I'm saying is a, it's an April Fool's joke of any kind, because I, I will never do an April Fool's joke. <clears throat> but over the weekend, though, it was cool, because uh, on Sunday, yesterday, a uh, friend of the podcast, E. Joseph, came to visit Jenkintown for the first time in, I think, over a year. But he was in town, uh, and my friend Mike, uh, Mike Fine, who uh, uh, maybe will be on a podcast with me in the future, maybe not this podcast, but it, but a podcast. And uh, he was also just available, which is almost unheard of. And so all three of us got together at the Borough Brew House. And the original plan was to go there for brunch because their brunch is really good. Uh, and I love their like egg thing they have there. What is that? Um, frittata. That's it. Frittata. <laughs> I like that a lot. But I, uh, I, we made it there just after, <laughs> after that. <clears throat> so after the end of brunch and before dinner started. So we had a limited menu. But they still had their delicious veggie burger. They had their borough house burger. That was really good. Had some wings for, you know, one of us had wings. And all three of us, of course, ordered coffee because, you know, what else would you order in a brew pub, right? Now, I actually eventually had a uh, a glass of their coconut mud bank milk stout. I think I'm pronouncing that right. That's delicious. Um, I'm not a big stout drinker, but I was like, yeah, that was a good cup of coffee. And, and it was good. It was like, uh, like, I think our consensus at the table was it was like good diner coffee. So. It was good, and then it went really well with that stout, and uh, and paired well with the veggie burger, and it was like my one meal yes yesterday. So, uh, we were we were going to town, and man, it was filling delicious though, as usual. Everything about that that place is great. <clears throat> so we were there, uh, just kind of shooting the breeze for like hours, drinking drinking coffee. Uh, it was cool. I got to use my my portrait mode 
on my camera with some cool light. And I, I got some good portraits of uh, of Ed, uh, E. Joseph, and of Mike. Uh, that's pretty cool. I'll put them. Uh, I'll put them in the show notes here. I mean, the cover art is is one of them, but uh, I'll upload both the images so you can see them if you go to the web page. And uh, it's pretty cool. I, I think it's really cool what you can do with the um, with these cameras. So today's episode is basically, by the way, just me talking about random stuff <laughs> from Sunday because uh, it's April Fool's Day, so I, I don't trust you know anything, even stuff that I say. I don't want people to think it's April Fool's thing. And also because it's it's just been a uh, it's been a long day, and uh, I figure let's start out the week with some non sequiturs, as I call them. I know I'm not probably using the word completely correctly, but there was a there was a time where I worked on ISP way back when I was like a when I was a teenager, <clears throat> and then uh, briefly in college. And the there was a like a we kind of had a BBS running there. It was like an online BBS. It was it was cool. And I remember my favorite room was like, I think it was called like the non sequitur room. And it was just like random stuff that people would say. So that's basically today. I'm going to tag it non sequitur. <clears throat> so it'll be random things. So we were, uh, but we, we, we talked about a lot of uh, stuff around the table. Um, you know, we went from, we talked about politics. We talked about, uh, uh, you know, our lives, you know, we talked about uh, some tech stuff. Related to personal computers, which I can I can get into. That was kind of interesting. <clears throat> um, we talked about the future of pot, this podcasting empire that I'm, you know, <laughs> supposedly building here. Uh, so it was it was it was a good time. Uh, it's so rare that the three of us can be together in that kind of environment because usually, if all three of us are together, it is at one of Ed's shows, which is a more limited kind of scenario. Uh, this is the first time in a long time we were able to just kind of hang out, for, uh, and which is cool. Um, oh, so we got a lot of a lot of interesting conversations. Uh, one I found out was that Ed and I both have a mutual love of the John Wick movies, and I was not aware of that. But uh, if you've never seen Keanu Reeves as John Wick, you are missing Keanu's greatest performance ever, and a real masterpiece of the genre. Or you know. A real tour de force, as, they, as it's called, uh, uh, of the action genre with some really legit hand-to-hand combat. Like, whew, so good. Uh, gun fu. Uh, the, first, the first movie has the best club scene I've ever seen in a movie. The uh, second one is just even more over the top with the action. It's, <clears throat> it's, a, it's a fantastic movie, and I can't wait for the third one to come out. So maybe the three of us will reconvene for that movie. And then we could have a whole like powwow about it, and maybe we'll record it because one one of the things we were doing today we 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 were talking about all this stuff. We were like, "Hey, man, we should do a podcast." So we're thinking about actually doing a for real podcast with the three of us. It wouldn't be a very often one; it'd be like like a monthly podcast. But we actually uh, recorded some of our conversation there. It's really terrible audio; it'll never be published because it's like too noisy in there and everything. But <clears throat> we we were like kind of like a little pilot. We're like, "Yeah, hey, we should record this stuff." Uh, it is kind of interesting when you are. Having a conversation, I'm sure a lot of people have had this thought. They're talking with their friends, like, oh, we should make a podcast. That's probably how a lot of podcasts come to be. And you, the moment you turn on a recorder, though, everybody changes. And we even noticed this ourselves. And, we, and we, we talked about it a little bit. And I thought it was kind of interesting because when you have the microphone, when you know the microphone's there and you're not used to it, especially, you will tend to adjust yourself a little bit. You know, the, you start selecting words more carefully. You start maybe changing how your vocals sound and this is true i think i think though that it's just an extension of how how we act 
in everyday life. We're always having a bit of a curated uh, view. Uh, we're always putting out a bit of a curated um, interpretation of ourselves into the world. We act a little differently depending on the situation and the people we're with. You know, obviously, uh, you don't act the same way among your best friends at home on like a <clears throat> like a Friday night at, as you would at work. You know, especially if your job is like requires a lot of formal interactions or something. So I think that's normal. Uh, but when you're trying to be on mic, I think it just takes practice for you to start not necessarily forgetting it's there because you don't <laughs> you don't necessarily want to say, um, you know, anything that comes to your mind. Uh, but you want to you want to not sound like you're reading a script, I think. I mean, that's my view of it. I think the best kind of podcasts and radio shows are the ones that are, that are like less scripted and more, uh, I mean, even if they're organized, like their thoughts are organized, they're just not uh, clearly a, a, like a script. They're not clearly someone trying to act. As that's the hard part. Uh, <clears throat> trying to act is, uh, tends to make people sound off, you know, because we're not professional actors. So, <clears throat> but. We are thinking about doing a podcast. I don't know what it would be about exactly. Uh, it could be about anything. <laughs> you see the three of us, uh, uh, you know, shooting the breeze about whatever. Uh, and then we'll, ha- we'll have, like, the three of us might listen to it, and then, like, friends of us will listen to it, and that'll be it. <laughs> but we'll see. Maybe we'll do it for, like, maybe we'll find some other topic. Though. I'm not sure. But I think it'll be fun. It'll give, it'll give us an excuse if, if we do this, just an excuse to, like, meet up, you know, once a month which I think would be a really good thing to do. So that was fun. We also talked a little bit about um, some computer stuff. I thought it was kind of interesting. So uh, the topic came up about how do you migrate from one computer to another? So on the Mac, I just recently did that with a work computer. But the way I did it this time was <clears throat> I did it completely from scratch. So I had to manually copy files over. So I reinstalled software that I had already purchased or had access to from, ver- from like work or something. And some of it was from the App Store. That was easy. Some of it was from downloaded from somewhere else. And that was pretty easy, too, because I had all that stuff um, in one password. I had all my licenses and stuff with links to where to download them, that kind of thing. <clears throat> so that's pretty easy. And I um, was able to just copy the files I needed over via OneDrive. So I just did it that way. I put the stuff in OneDrive because that's what we use for work. So I put my work files on there. I already had most of them on there. So once it's synced over to the new machine... I was good. It's it still took me weeks to work out all the little kinks and all the little settings of things, and it's still not 100% the way I want it. But it still took a long time to get everything kind of mostly set up right, you know. Um, and there's there's other tricks you can do to 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 really help with the preferences setup. But on the Mac, that is one way of doing it. But another way of doing it is there. I believe there still is like a migration assistant. So when you go onto a new computer, you can kind of transfer from the old computer to a new one over like a cable, or I think even over the network. And then I think it, I think the new the iCloud uh like desktop thing I don't know what it's called anymore like it'll it'll put your your desktop in the cloud I think that might be uh, storing some of your your preferences and stuff uh, I'm not 100 percent sure but it, it reminded me back in the day when I used to work at a school like an elementary school and we had this network this Mac network it was mostly OS nine early OS ten machines maybe <clears throat> but we had a Mac server and what was really cool about it is that this was not a problem <laughs> there. <laughs> you would just log into a computer and it would download your profile and all of the applications you use, all of your files to whatever machine you're at. When you logged out, it would delete it. Uh, apparently, I heard, uh, this is nece- not necessarily a great idea 
nowadays, uh, great implementation of, of doing this nowadays on with SSDs because it causes a lot of writes the SSDs. And, and if you didn't know that, SSDs can uh, they have a limited amount of writes you can do to them. So you don't necessarily want to be churning through tens of gigs or more a day on your drive. It shortens the lifespan. Uh, so you imagine if you're in like a library or school, that would be happening a lot. But anyway, uh, this was like a normal thing then. It was also a normal thing on the Windows computers I used uh, through college and even and in high school. You know, you would just log in and would just you'd have access to things you needed and your files would be there. I, I don't understand, but on the um, on the personal computer side, it's it's not usually like that. I mean, we have Dropbox and things like that. You can put all your files somewhere. You can use iCloud, uh, whatever. You can use OneDrive on the Microsoft side. But uh, it seems like at least by default, your your computer your settings and profile and stuff don't really follow you around. Uh, if you have an iPhone and you get a new iPhone, you just download your backup. <clears throat> whether you got your whether you have your backup on a, on your Mac or whether you have a backup in iCloud, you just install your backup and it may take forever, but everything will be the same when it's done, right? If you have a complete backup. And on the Mac, you can do the same thing relatively easily. Like I did this the other day. I cloned a hard drive from an old hard drive to the SSD in order to do that laptop repair I talked about in a previous uh, episode. And that was really, really easy. I just used Carbon Copy Cloner, which is some uh, used to be free, but it's relatively inexpensive software. And I just cloned it, and that was it. Done. And computer booted up like like it had always had that hard drive in it. And that's something that's uh, that I've taken advantage of on the Mac forever. On the Windows side, when I used to be a Windows person, uh, I'm not really sure what you did. And so the question came up at the table was, how do you do this on Windows 10 <clears throat> machine? And we looked into it while we're sitting there, because we're nerds, and we had... <laughs> smartphones so we started looking it up and it turns out that windows 10 does not actually have a migration assistant of any kind apparently there was something in previous version of windows but it's not there anymore and so microsoft has an official like vendor that they refer you to where you can buy the software for like 60 bucks plus whatever shipping and things and um and then there's a whole bunch of other shadier looking vendors online that'll sell you software to do this for like 100 plus dollars a pop for these utilities and really, all they're doing is glorified file copy, you know, software. But the thing is, especially on Windows, it's like I don't, I, I don't know how else you're supposed to do it, because if you need to copy all your software over and all the preferences and stuff for that software, it's all over the place in like the registry and in weird directories. You can't really guarantee where anything is on Windows, uh, and it's one of the things I always hated about it. And I think it's mainly because of the attempt to maintain backwards compatibility at all costs. On Windows, but that means that software doesn't necessarily have to abide by strong conventions or requirements of what, like, where things should be. Or, and I think the registry—I've always thought the registry concept was a mistake. Uh, you know, <clears throat> but the on the Mac side, you know, your software is just a bundle in a directory. You can generally just copy it to a new place, and it will work. Um, if it requires like a license or something, you might need. To copy it over there. So generally on a, on a Mac, though, if you copied your home directory contents to a new place and you copied your software, it usually works. Um, some things might not be there, but uh, generally uh, Mac software is pretty good about that, about, you know, that, that'll, that'll generally work. Um, you know, uh, but on the Windows side, it's like, jeez, oh, man, <laughs> I remember doing that kind of thing and just things would break. So we were trying to figure out how to do this and we found the software that Microsoft recommends and, you know, and we'll see if that works in the future. I don't know. I have no experience with this for like, I don't know, uh, 10 years. And my, my experience with Windows for many years now has been in a virtual machine. And a virtual machine is pretty good because, uh, you know, it's portable. You can just move it from computer to computer. And I've been thinking for a long time, how come our main desktops don't work like that? 
where you can just boot up to whatever you want and, you know, clone it and copy it. I mean, our servers work this way. They're all um, either virtual, virtual machines or containers, which are a similar concept. Uh, but your laptop or something, like, why not? Like, why boot into Mac? Why not boot into a thin layer that boots into the Mac? I mean, it's <clears throat> sort of there, but it's not really, it's not really set up to, to be able to, to do what I'm thinking of. Because uh, when you have a virtual machine, it's nice. It's just files. Uh, you can s- take snapshots of them, and you know, which like records everything is in memory at the time, and, and roll back. It's really nice, and I, I know a lot of these features have been kind of built into the, the into the operating systems over the years. Um, but uh, it, it's not really surfaced the same way I would prefer it to be. Like I, I really got used to using a virtual machine, just kind of my own little isolated ghetto on my computer for Windows. <laughs> just like over there, I log into it when I absolutely have to. And then I just ignore it all the rest of the time, and my life is better. <laughs> so there's that. So <clears throat> we we had a whole discussion about that because it was like a whole research expedition about trying to figure out how to do this. <laughs> uh, oh man, uh, but that was always fun. And the the food was really good, uh, you know, as usual. And uh, some photos I took were fun. The uh, the it's always fun to to take photos at a place like the brew house, the bro brew house, because of the really cool, um, like mural they have and the just general interior design. It, it works well, especially when you're kind of in an empty place. I mean, it wasn't empty the whole time, but when we first got there it was like in between. Right. So there weren't a lot of customers there. So where we were sitting, we had this unobstructed view of the, uh, the brew house mural right behind the heads of my two guests there, my two colleagues. So I was able to take some cool photos, uh, which was neat. Um, so, yeah, we were just kind of shooting shooting the breeze, and it was fun. Uh, today, besides surviving April Fool's, I, you know, survived the beginning of the term and all the problems that come with that. Uh, I survived some of like, my client work tonight, and I still managed to get a podcast out before midnight, so there you go. Pretty good day for me. Okay, so this has been just a complete random mess of a episode. So I don't know if you're gonna like it or not. Uh, but yeah, pretty cool. Oh, quick follow up about <clears throat> about the podcast metrics. I did not quite beat. I think I said this in a previous episode that I was <clears throat> I was wondering how if I was gonna beat last month's. Nope, I did not beat last. I did not beat February's downloads, but I was very very close. I was pretty even. Uh, which is interesting. So uh, we'll see what uh, what that means. I, I have to get some better analytics set up here to make it a little easier to figure out some trend lines. But uh, right now, um, February, March, about the same, and some some improvement over over January. But considering that January and even a lot of February <clears throat> was really driven by a, a lot of downloads for one particular Septic Key podcast, uh, that means I think in general. I'm gaining some traction, but it's it's hard to tell. It really is hard to tell. Podcast metrics are a little bit frustrating, at least the the way that I'm I have access to look at them by default. Just not really clear what's working and what's not working. Sometimes I need to do more with the data, as usual. But I got a lot of data to work with because this is episode what like uh, sixty six. <laughs> so yeah, I got a lot of data I can I can munge around. So anyway, um, uh, 
still stay tuned here. I'm making some progress on on solidifying some future podcast ideas, including the one with uh, I think we're gonna do we're gonna try to do with uh, you know E Joseph and my friend Mike. Uh, that'll be that'll be fun. Uh, although it'll be fun for us anyway. <laughs> I have no idea if anyone want to listen to us. Uh, you know, chatting about nonsense, but you know, who knows? There's a lot of there's like podcasts for every taste. Maybe I can maybe I can have a niche in in podcasts for uh, people who enjoy random non sequitur conversations. I don't I don't know. Okay, so that's it for today. I gotta I gotta finish up a few things and go to bed because tomorrow I gotta get right back into fixing crap at work and. That's always fun. Uh, So that's it. So I hope you had a good weekend and a good Monday. And I will uh, talk to you tomorrow.